Upon further review, when the Celtics are forced to play a full 48 minutes, man, they really can do a lot of things well. Let's talk about those things that we learned right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day and I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast. It's new, it's just delicious for you to consume podcast after podcast after podcast, Monday through Friday, plus weekends when they play on Friday nights like they do against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, I will have a podcast after that for you as well, so make sure you're subscribed. Everywhere podcasts exist on YouTube as well. Watch the show. Get into the comment section. Let me know what you're thinking. I'm John Corrales. If you're new to the show, I used to play ball a long time ago, and now I'm covering the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Today's show brought to you by Game Time. Game Time uh, is the last-minute ticket app you need to download right away, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNBA, you get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, Looking back on that game against the Bulls, uh, there are a few things that kind of stood out in in retrospect, like, wow, this really was something that the Celtics did very well. I can't tell if it was uh, just because it's the Bulls and opportunities presented themselves or if the Celtics were forced to when they played the full 48 minutes. But I'm going to bring John, uh, Tom Westerholm in to help discuss John Westerholm, Tom Westerholm. John Corrales in. Let's, uh, I'm going to bring John Corrales into the conversation. What's up, what's up and- Tom? <laughs> uh yeah man like so uh I'm, I'm doing i'm oh i gotta do my tom impression i don't have a, a winter hat to put on i need to put on a winter hat to do my my tom impression yeah i need i don't i also don't nice, have a small nice, child randomly walk behind me you know like a nice like you gotta kind of like raise what the up, decibel of, yeah yeah what up what up yeah 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 so uh don't do Hawks, an impression Hawks, of me or you're fine. there's lots of impressions of me you can do Hawks, uh man sam so, howells are so good huh i think everybody <laughs> should play like him let's redraft that i'm gonna i'm gonna pick him first second and third and so fourth. and fourth and fifth and uh so uh looking back on that game there's there's the obvious like chicago's bad but also why are they so bad I- they're worse than they should be. Like there's, there's so much worse than they like, should be. Yeah, yeah. It's like talent that doesn't fit together. Um, and talent that's I, hard. I think. I think the the key to it, I think honestly, is that the talent is hard to fit together. Like you have to have the right team for Demar Derozan, and Demar Derozan is a talent. Like, um, like he like he's really really good. But like you yeah. gotta have the right Demar Derozan team, and you gotta have the right. Zach Levine team, and you definitely got to have the right Vucevic team. And the right Vucevic team is not a DeMar DeRozan team. And the right yeah. DeMar DeRozan team is not a Vucevic team. And it's like, you know, that's this, like fit matters so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why I think, you know, Brad's team building has made so much sense is he got a bunch of guys who it's like, 
man, it's easy to build a team around Jason Tatum. And it's even easier to build a team around Jason Tatum when you have all these role guys who would fit on any other team too. Like, you know, yeah. that's, I think we're really, we can really see the benefit of versatility when you look at Celtics Bulls because that is just like polar opposites in that way. And they just, the body language is tough. Well, they, they are, are just well, like, they done, they're though, done. Each other. <laughs> they are, they are just done. The set that they can put it together like they did in the Brooklyn game. Yeah. And yeah. if they can keep it together, they, they can win. They can win easily. But the second they hit any kind of adversity, that's why when the Celtics, it was, they were hanging punch for punch, 13, 13. They had one possession where that ball flowed around the, the perimeter, like got inside. I forget who finished, but I mean, it's like, wow, that was a gorgeous possession. What great basketball. And then Boston comes out of the timeout and he hits a couple of three pointers. And you're like, that's it. It's over. They, they, they are talented. So they'll hit some shots. They won't go away. They can string some runs together. But once you gain some separation from Chicago now, like remember when they blew a huge lead against the Bulls? Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen again. No, and I like that you said that the Bulls can hang around in a game that they went down by 19 at halftime and then lost by 27, and it never got like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's like the Bulls hung around in that they made the Celtics slightly uncomfortable about maybe making the in-season tournament. Like they're not, <laughs> you know, like this, they're done. They're cooked. It is uh, was- Jover for the uh, for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> uh, the Celtics, I, I, I don't know whether to just say, well, this is the Bulls and the Bulls defensively. That's like the place where where stuff like this shows up defensively. They're they're just not connected. And so cuts open up. But one of the first things that I, I saw was, oh, my God, Jalen Brown backdoor cuts. Gorgeous. <laughs> such a thing in this game. Like, oh man, if Jalen wants to still average 26 a game, 27 a game, but still be a distributor when he has the ball, just cut more. You can get like eight, nine, 10 points a game just on the backdoor cuts because Al Horford's going to find you. Yep. Derek White's going to find you. Uh, Porzingis, when he's healthy, Tatum, like those guys Tatum are going to find you. Yeah. Find you. They will thank you. So I think one of the lessons learned, whether it's Chicago or not, when the opportunity presents itself, especially when they play like that, they, they, they play horns, which is a double high post setup. And there was one, God, it was, this one was with Derek white that I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of two. The horns one was with Al Horford where he just lost, lost his man and went back door and Horford found him. And then there was one where he looked like he was—he took a big jab step coming up, like he was going to set a pick for Derek White, and then he turned and cut back door, and both of them ended up in dunks. And it's just like, man, if Jalen can just do that, then he will get all of his dunks, all of his highlights, so he can share them on Instagram. He will get all of his points, so he can pile up his All NBA case, and he can still, when he gets the ball at the top of the key move the ball and pass. You can rack up some assists and potential assists. That's, that's the formula. This, this game gave us the, the pure Jalen Brown formula. 
Well, and I think, you know, it was I, I, I was I was watching the game and feeling pretty good about the podcast that we put out the day before where we just talked about how like Jalen seems to have figured some things out. I think one of the things that we're seeing is that he really trusts his teammates on this year's team. Like he knows, you know, like, like we were talking about last time with that ball that, you know, he passed and then swung all the way around back to him. He's seen like, hey, if I give it up, I'm going to get it back if I do the right things. And like, yeah, this team like or, you know, good things are going to happen one way or the other if, you know, if, if they trust each other because there's just so much talent here. Like, yeah. It, and I think it, it's a lot easier to trust a team. Not that last year's team. Last year's team had a lot of talent, too. But like, how could you not trust this year's team? This year's team is so good. Like they can do a little bit of everything like. I just think we're seeing like what it looks like when when Jalen trusts his teammates when he and, and when he plays and and again like I think we're seeing an evolution like this if Jalen keeps this up right like you know you know talking about all NBA it's like yeah he's gonna be a, if he keeps this up he's gonna be an all NBA player again like no question right like yeah. it, all, all, like all the assists like the lack of turnovers the points and it's just it's coming so easily to him I think I think this is this and I, we're gonna get into some of this when we talk about you know like like you know, other guys and, and what we learned from trying to run up the score, but like, like everybody on this team, th their job is just so much easier. And, and I think we're, we're really seeing the benefit of that across the board, but especially with a high usage guy like Jalen, it's just, it, it's just looks so natural to him now. It does. It's, it's, if this is the, the, the turn for him, right. If he like the, the corner that's being turned, if this is it, then, then, then watch out. And I yeah. wrote about this on Boston Sports Journal. And, and the last thing I said was, if this is how Jalen's going to play for the rest of the year, Boston's not going to lose a whole lot more mm -hmm. because it's it's yeah. just now you can survive bad Tatum games, and now you can you can the the on off the Tatum on off. There still be a discrepancy because Tatum is Tatum. Yeah, and that that's just how it's going to go. And, and Jalen will be staggered. So Jason is going to have like positive on off. Jalen may not be quite as, uh, you know, as high, but if he's like this, if he's playing like this, then the difference is not going to be so stark. Yeah. And I, I, I think that that's going to be, that that's one of the biggest takeaways is, and it wasn't just Jalen. It was a lot of guys. I mean, Jason cut back door. Everybody, like, if if everybody gets the message, hey, you want some easy buckets? It's it's like I feel like I'm a drug dealer. Hey, man, you want, you want an easy layup? C come here, come here. Go through that back door. Like, it's a very simple thing. And they're like, yeah, man, I'm addicted to easy buckets. So let's go. So man, that's probably the worst way I could put it. But <laughs> it makes sense. Or or the best. Or the best the more you think about it. Yeah. I'm going to give people a chance to think about that. Chew on that for a second while I tell you about our good friends at Game Time. Game Time is where you go for last-minute tickets to legitimate shows, legitimate theater, if you so choose, uh, or a basketball game, or a hockey game, or whatever. If they're selling tickets to it, download that Game Time app, and you'll get yourself a pretty good deal because it's the fastest and easiest way to get your sports, music, comedy, theater tickets near you. They've got these cool things like zone deals where you pick the section and game time picks the seats. Uh, exclusive exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets. Uh, the tickets are right up to the, the start of the event, sometimes even after it starts. So 
if you're going for like a comedy show and you don't want to see all of the opening acts, there you go. Uh, and with the game time guarantee, you always get the best price. If the tickets in, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That all adds up to a must download app. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. You download that game time app, you create an account, use that code locked on NBA. On top of everything cool, you get a $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code locked on NBA, L O C K E D, locked on NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out this super cool thing that we have launched here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Lockdown Sports Today, the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's 24-7, all day long, all night long. Whatever time you are listening to this now, you can go to Lockdown Sports Today, turn it on, and there will be something from our amazing network, all our national shows, the local experts streaming on YouTube. So check that out right now. First ever. That's pretty cool. Uh, Tom, whenever you forget to mute me, I'm always tempted to just start ad-libbing. Like, just, yeah, get them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, $20 off. It. <laughs> just be the guy in the back one. I'm going to take Ooh, my son to a game. Let's go. That's a <laughs> that's great not really deal. Ad-lib. It's not really just, an ad-lib, but it is a true thing. <laughs> it is a true thing. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, when uh, you know you you say like yeah man in the NBA you, you just gotta you gotta give up something you gotta live with it. I'm I'm giving something up. I'm either forgetting to read something, or I'm forgetting to mute you, or I'm forgetting something. I gotta just pick what I'm willing to live with. Yeah yeah. And yeah. Uh, I guess maybe I just trust you some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. That's I mean we've known I each other long enough. No reason to. <laughs> I know. I, after, I've we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah, you were at my wedding. And yeah, I like no, I was I know you well enough to know that I shouldn't trust right. you. But but eh, you eh, there's no reason I do. I don't know. I brought you whiskey for your wedding. You shouldn't trust me at all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I drank that. That was yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay. Uh, what else? What what did you learn? Is there any big thing where you look at that that game and you go, hey, you know what? This is actually something that they can carry forward because they were forced to play through that whole 48 minutes. Yeah. I mean, so this is a little bit less about that. I, I, the thing, one of the things that really jumped out to me is just Al Horford getting fewer minutes, right. Coming off the bench a little bits here and there when he then plays like as a starter and plays regular minutes, man, man, yeah. he's so good. And like, yeah. We know that, right? Like we've seen it. We've, I mean, we saw it with him coming off that OKC year when he was super fresh, like, you know, he's a little bit older and, you know, yeah, his, his body might wear down throughout the year. The thing that I'm fascinated by is like, I want to see what happens now. We So, you know, to your point, like we've seen what happens when the Celtics need to string together a complete good game, right? When the playoffs roll around, they're going to be able to unleash Al Horford as long as they want to, except this year's Al Horford isn't going to have taken all of that, you know, like physical pounding that you take throughout the course of an NBA yeah. regular season. This dude's coming off the bench. Like this guy can rest any time that he yeah. needs to or wants to. And when Porzingis comes back, honestly, he could probably kind of do it now. And this team's so talented. They could get by with Luke Cornett starting a game or two. Like it, 
they're that good. And I think, um, you know, and additionally, right. When you just, when you just see just the constant, you know, churn of motion of like all-star or borderline all-star guys, just like, you know, kind of moving around Al Horford all the time. And he just gets to operate out of that. I mean, yeah. like, it's a wonder they're not beating every team by 27, like, he's, <laughs> he, but he's so good, man. And I know it's like, you know, I know it's, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but it, it's, it's been really fun to watch him just look a little bit rejuvenated. Like he can do all, he can still do a lot of the stuff that he was doing before, especially on the defensive end. Like, like everybody's challenging him and he's just like, Nope, Nope, yeah. Nope. Like over and over and over again. I, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not super specific to the Chicago game, but I just, I, I'm so impressed by Horford. I'm so um, fascinated by what it means for this team that he's playing you know, like six minutes less per game. And, you know, he's getting, he's got all this, uh, all this freedom. He's, he's the constant, you know, yeah. he's just, he's just the constant, no matter what you build around him, he's, he's the constant. And like, it's, it's kind of fun to see he's the two straight games where he sent a, a block shot into the front row, yeah. which is fun. Didn't take uh, out but, his own kid this time, but yeah, no, no, just somebody else's, somebody else's uh, kid. But, but <laughs> he's I, I think tying it to the the Chicago game though, he is aware of the circumstances. I think he's the one guy who he can't you he can't push everybody to do what they need to do all the time. But if they're all doing what they need to do, Al Horford can be the absolute perfect hub throughout the entire his entire time in the game and this goes it ties into the cutting and all of that because Horford Horford found I think Horford found Jalen twice and he found Tatum so he's he I know he found him each at least once um but if they're doing what they need to do this is definitely a lesson from this game because that the cutting was better than than it had been all season long, frankly, and you know most of the, most of the basketball that I've watched from them. If if they're if a, if a player is making the right play in presenting himself when he's open, right, cutting hands up, looking at Al Horford, that ball is going to be in his hands. Horford will make that play. Horford will make that pass, and he can run high post he can run all of your handoffs your your pitch backs all of that stuff he can if if a if there's a switch a mismatch he still has that strength to to back a guy down and that little kind of somewhat awkward half jump hook that he can make he he can do all of that stuff so i i just think that if the Celtics look at the film Joe Mazzula at practice or, you know, a film session could be like, Hey, Hey, look, look at Al Horford finding you look at Al Horford giving you Al wants to do this stuff. Al wants to be the guy that makes all of you better. So stop standing around behind the three point line and move. And you can, you can move while getting back behind the three point line, right? You can, collapse expand and collapse and expand the defense until it cracks and you can still find the three-point shot like chicago gives up a ton of three-pointers and they gave up a ton in boston made a ton in this one they made what 20 
21, 21 of 49. That's an amazing night from behind the line. Uh, the fact that, that they work the ball around and they get a lot of these open shots, Horford can be the hub of that. So I think that's definitely a great, a, a great thing to take away from this game. We'll be back with uh, another big thing to take away from this game in just the moment. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book, muting Tom Westerholm. And new customers right now can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So it's very simple. If you're new and you're thinking about joining FanDuel, go ahead and join. Sign up right now. FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's on the bottom of your screen here at YouTube. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Now, you place a $5 bet, money line bet, you win $100 in bonus bets on top of the money that you win. So whatever you want to do, spreads, player props, over-unders, you want to get into something more complicated, have fun with that, but you don't have to. You can just go have a little bit of fun, $5 here, $5 there, FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL, and the best part about FanDuel is they have the tools that you can go set up so you know, hey, I have this. This is my financial limit. These are my limits. You set up the parameters, and then you can go and say, I know this is what I got this week. Once you're done, FanDuel's like, hey, by the way, you're done. So that's a real great way for you to go ahead, have fun on FanDuel, and please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen. Every day, would love to see you here uh, at the or or go to the Lockdown NBA podcast. Lockdown NBA rotating hosts all week. I'll be back next Wednesday with Jake Madison of Lockdown Pelicans because the Celtics play on Monday with their first uh, knockout game there of the in season tournament. So rotating hosts all week, Monday through Friday. Lockdown NBA. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Find it on YouTube as well. All right. So the. I think and I mentioned this yesterday a little bit, but we can get into, I think one thing that we can take away from this game, it, it, it's actually, it's actually okay to play through and like play basketball for 48 minutes and not just, you know, the Celtics need to play for 48 minutes. It's okay to you know, you don't have to like stop playing for five minutes because you've gone up for so long. Right. You can go out and still play basketball. Now the Celtics would have, would not have fouled Andre Drummond, right? They wouldn't have done that. So that would, that's something that would be out. And maybe the starters would have been out, but that doesn't mean you don't, you, you don't keep playing. And if, if, if you win by 30, you win by four, just like, right. Go ahead and play basketball. Like this this notion, and I think this is what hurts the Celtics. This I'm all about respecting your opponents. All right, I'm a hundred percent about respect your opponents and respect the game. I'm hundred percent about that. Right, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> talk <laughs> well, your <I> trash. <laughs> but like, okay, yeah, talk your trash during the game. Part of that. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, I'm 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 with you actually. Yes. So, so you, but this notion that, 
Oh, we're up by 25. Let's ease up. Let's ease up. There's no, we've done our jobs, guys. Let's just take it easy on them. And the other team's like, oh, here's our opportunity to like not make it 25. Like if if the Celtics, and judging by the way they talk after the game, or Jason Tatum talked before the game, they're very upset. And I get it. Like, I, I don't want to embarrass people, but also. I think the Celtics have a bad sense of when games are over and, and maybe what this thing taught us is the Celtics maybe need to recalibrate what they think is respectful and not respectful. And when they think the game is over because foot on the gas a little bit longer can, can avoid a lot of the problems that they've had. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting because like, you're, you're watching that Celtics team, right? And, and, and like, after the game, you hear the quotes. You hear Drew Holiday talking about, like, man, I didn't like that. You hear Jalen Brown talking about, like, that was just a disrespectful yeah. to the game. And it's like, it never looked disrespectful. Like, the only thing that even looked out of place to me was the Andre Drummond, Hacka Drummond. And that, again, everybody knew there was a game within the game happening. Like, yeah. you knew what it was. You knew why the Bulls were trying so hard down the stretch. They wanted to play spoiler after they got embarrassed before that. Yeah. Like, I think it was very clear that Billy Donovan told them, hey, get, can we mess this up for these guys? And that, the, yeah. and that the second unit was like, herd, chef, let's get them. And it's like, yeah, that's how <laughs> this should be. Like, like that, that, that is how that should be. The Bulls should be trying to play spoiler. And the Celtics should be trying to destroy them. For the sake, of, like there was a game within a game happening. We all knew it. We all saw yeah. it. You know, I mean, as much as like I thought, Joe Missoula after the game was actually very funny talking to Gary Washburn when he was just like, he was like, yeah. And if uh, and if we got distracted and we when we you know like went down big because we were trying to get up to twenty three, I'd have to come out here and tell you like, no, Gary, we weren't distracted when we absolutely were. Like that was yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> that um, was funny. But like, I don't know. I it just. I think there was a I think there was a different vibe on the court just because it was a little bit different. And I think this this a hundred percent speaks to in my mind to what Missoula was saying after the game. I think there was a different vibe on the court than there was watching the game. Because watching the game, you're just like, yeah, Celtics are, are trying to go up by 23. Like I get it. And they're trying to secure that 23 point lead. And when Missoula puts the the second unit in after the starters did their jobs, the second unit was told, like, you guys want yeah. 500K? Go get it. Yes. It's all you. Right there, all you. Uh, like, go get it, man. Um, and, and like that's I think that's fine. I think Missoula's right. Like this, because one of the things he said after the game was like, this is just gonna take a couple years for everybody to get used to. I hope yeah. the NBA doesn't change this. I hope that Jalen and Drew Holiday don't get their way. Yeah, keep the point differential thing. It's kind of fun, it's a little bit different. Like it's and everybody's gonna get used to it there was no disrespect of the game happening because there was, it was a slightly different game last night and that's okay. It's fun. It adds a little, adds a little spice to the mix. Like, I don't know. Let's yeah. get a little paprika in these vanilla <laughs> games. So I, I don't I, know why I don't think paprika and vanilla would go very well together, but you know, no, that would, no, it would be yeah, paprika in. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure like if you'd put it on chopped and they were like, you gave people a, uh, a mystery basket that included paprika, vanilla, and some other stuff. They could figure it out. But Carmen, Carmen from the Bear could figure it out for sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I don't think the point differential should be as high up uh, on the tiebreaker scale. It had to be because it's four games, and I think 
my, you know, my, I'm going to fix the tournament that we haven't even seen fully yet. Uh, my, my reaction is look the next, next year you make it eight games. So you have two games against each opponent. So you have like fewer opportunities for ties. So head to head becomes a little bit more, uh, a, a powerful of a tiebreaker, I think. And then people have suggested, um, somebody in the, uh, in my email is it Eric. Yeah. Um, said you could do uh quarters one. So he says for each quarter you win, that's a point for each half. That's two. Any tied period splits the points between both teams. So you can, at the end have like, you, you still have the incentive to win each quarter. Yeah. But you know, you win, you win the half, you win, you go wire to wire, you get yourself what? Two, four, five, six, six points. I do and, think, and, I do think that's, I mean, fans were kind of confused last night anyway. I feel like if you're trying to explain to a casual fan, like point differential is like, hey, like it matters how many points you score. Like winning quarters, winning halves, at that point, I think you start to get a little like, you know, yeah, I feel like I know, people are confused. I, I'm just saying like if if players are so taken aback by the point differential thing, then you there are other ways to do it. And I do think expanding the tournament <sighs> is is something that needs to happen anyway because there are too many ties as it is like there there's it's not necessarily what the tiebreaker is it's the fact that there are already baked into the system there's already three or four of them in play because everybody's three and one two and two like there are only a couple of teams went four and oh so it's you know you have three three and one teams like why not expand it out to eight games just make it Make December also group play, and then you just push the knockout stuff to January. And so that, that's – Yeah, you could you could do that. I, I do think – I mean, I think, I think one thing the NBA is trying to do, right, I think they want the knockout before Christmas because I think a big part of this is beating the allegation that, like, the NBA season doesn't start until Christmas, right? So they want to have something that, that matters quite a bit before Christmas. Um, I also, I, I hear what you're saying and like, you're pr- like, you, you are probably right. I, I don't know that I agree because I just love the chaos. Like, I think, I, I think, you know, when you look at, and, and look, I mean, I, I know, I, I know, I know, but I do think that like, when you look at this tournament, it, there, like, it, it's great that there's a lot of the best teams are in the tournament. Right. But I do think that like making this tournament not necessarily representative of the championship is an okay thing. Like it's like, yeah, Minnesota has been one of the best teams in the NBA so far this season and they're not moving on. I'm not so upset about that because I am in some, somewhat of a chaos merchant. Yes. Um, I like it, it, I'm not that worried about this on behalf of a team like the Timberwolves or, or, or like um, because I kind of like the chaos element. I like the idea that a team could go on a run win the in-season tournament with like a couple of wins early on. And then, you know, like, you know, just kind of maybe buoy themselves a little bit going forward to the rest of the season. Kind of like we were talking about with Orlando the other day. I I don't know. I kind of enjoy that. Um, I I kind of enjoyed last night. It felt like, you know, like, okay, hunker down, look at all the scenarios. (laughs) What's going on around the league. This is crazy. I'm watching like, you know, eight different scores at once. Like, I don't know. I thought that was a, I thought that was a good time. I would like to do that again. again. For people who weren't watching, I put up a banner that said Tom underscore NBA chaos merchant. But it's it, getting back to to finish off to to put a bow on my my initial point. 
however they do it is is whatever they do. Like I I I I think they they do need to make some tweaks, and I think the players really want to make some tweak tweaks to it. But also, I think they need to to learn a lesson. The Celtics specifically need to take from this game this notion of like. They really, really, really we were worried about disrespecting Chicago. And sometimes maybe you worry too much about disrespecting somebody and you end up losing the game or blowing a lead and you've disrespected yourselves because now you got to play more. You have not, you've disrespected you're honestly, this is actually a serious comment. You've disrespected your end of bench guys because this is their chance to play in the NBA and get their minutes. You've disrespected your coach because he needs those guys to play those end of game minutes in a blowout so they can get some reps and be ready and, and run some stuff against live competition. So you get some film, so you get some lessons. Like you go out there. And like, you just got to be, they keep talking about, you got that dog in you. Well, you got to have that attack dog in you and attack dogs don't let up until they're called off. And that's how you have to act. Let the coach determine when the team has been disrespected that or what the, the line is. You. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just say, it's like, you just go, Joe will take care of the other stuff. Yeah. You just keep going and don't be like, Oh, I feel like this is the line. No, there is no line. There is no line like go and it's up to them to stop you. Like if they can't stop you, then so what 40 point lead, 50 point lead, let's just keep going until Joe says stop. And then when he says stop the other guys, Sri and, and who everybody else will, will come in and be like, now it's their turn to attack and they won't do it as well. And maybe they'll lose the lead, but Hey, that's, that's their thing. So that's, yeah. that's my other big takeaway. I think that's really and uh, that's the end of the show. My last takeaway is Tom, you're done. You don't want to, you, you, you know what you want to, you don't want to talk about Spotify wrapped. You don't want to, uh, you don't want yeah. to Spotify wrapped. Everybody keeps sending them to us. They do. I love it. I, I do like, I like this time of year. Honestly, Spotify wrapped is like probably my third favorite holiday. It's so, it's so much fun, man. I love, I love seeing what everybody Behind. else listens to. I like what I, yeah, it's fun. Behind what? Arbor day. And uh halloween and christmas those are my two faves okay. um i mean labor day is high up there you know it matters um sure it's, it's like a big one but um but yeah spotify wraps i think you guys here okay yeah exactly yeah yeah i love spotify it i love it. people send, send us your stuff send it who's on your, Twitter, uh, send who, it who's on your number one who, who's your number one my number one on spotify holiday? yeah no oh, like my number one like, yeah, oh right. i don't listen to, i don't listen to my podcast on on spotify wrapped I don't want on Spotify. I was talking about music. <laughs> oh, my number one. I, I, you know what? I couldn't even tell you. I don't even. I didn't even. You're not even honoring the holiday. I'm not even honoring the holiday, but I can do this now as I open up Spotify. Is it going to tell me, John Corrales? You're 2023. Yeah, you got to go through it. Here. So, uh, there's some BGs. Okay. Can people hear that? More than a woman. Okay. So that. Uh, uh let's see what does it tell me you you got to kind of keep clicking through it a little bit yeah seriously yeah top songs jesus what tell me bruno mars 24 karat magic okay okay big bruno mars guy i'm a big bruno mars guy because you being a bruno Uh, mars guy 
Black Thought number two. Okay. Yep. That tracks. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I had a big Red Hot Chili Peppers thing recently. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know what that's about? So um, that's because I've gotten into crazy into drumming videos. Oh, Uh, man. There's some, there's some, there's some good drummers out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the Red Hot Chili Peppers drummers is, is heavy on Drumio. So it's the Drumio channel. Yeah, yeah. And like, I love, 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 love listening to cool people who are elite at what they do. Yeah. And, and like, so, and drumming is just cool. And I can like, I'm so I, I'm, I'm not even a drummer. I don't play the, I don't play the drums, but I listen to, um, the, uh, I, I listen to the videos and I'm like kind of following along. And so I sort of pick up the lingo, like, Oh, Oh, he went with open hats on that one. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sort of pick up some of that stuff. But I love, I absolutely love it. So yeah, so he was talking about how to, and I, I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, to some degree. I have not paid any money to see California rock funk band, rock funk band Red Hot Chili Peppers live. So I'm yeah. still able to get into the good place. But uh, I I do enjoy <laughs> some of their music. Yeah, uh, That's a deep cut for any good place fans. That was, that was good, man. That was a good one. That was a good so, one. Um, but yeah, that's that's where that's where Red Hot Chili Peppers comes Got from. You. But yeah, Got you. I'll, I'll just one, randomly for yeah. my for my second year in a row, my number one was the uh, singer rapper Saint John. Um, uh-huh. He's uh, I was in the top 005 percent of Saint John listeners. Um, <laughs> if, if, if if there are any Saint John fans out there, this is not a cult. Wink, wink. Saint John is awesome. <laughs> so Bruno Mars. Black Thought, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anderson Pock gets gets lumped into Bruno Mars because okay. yeah. they, they they had Silk Sonic together. And then No Big Deal is uh the last artist. Okay. Um he had, he had just has one song that I've had on I had on repeat reap for like two months straight. Gotcha. So gotcha. he got him there. So the rest of mine were all, all heavy. Right. So unless anybody's super yeah. into knocked loose, they're not gonna uh be super into the rest of mine. But yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we've su- sufficiently like I mean, no one's listening at this point. Yeah, so this is this is the type of stuff that happens after we sign off. So we just we just skipped right to that part. We did. <laughs> we, did. This is, we did. We normally talk for like I just half wanted to bring I just wanted to bring up my favorite holiday. I just I felt like you know we I didn't want to let Spotify wrapped day go unnoticed. Yeah. So all right. Uh boy, I've got to wrap this show up. So it's locked on Celtics wrapped. I, I already muted Tom. Whatever you just said, no one heard it. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. God, if you're still here, then I know you're a hardcore fan. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I would love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.